like I said, I don't know. I saw that and I was like, yeah, this is bullshit. You don't come up saying this is bullshit. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You know, um, today is MLK. Didn't have to work. That was great. Um, it snowed a little bit yesterday. That was cool. Um, yeah, I'm just chilling, man. You know, it's it's after the holidays, so like you know, just trying to get in the swing of of working again, and um, you know, trying to balance uh, n- not working too hard, but but getting out of the not doing anything trying to find a nice medium between the two. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, overstress myself out or, you know, overwork myself, you know, coming back from a break. So that I would say that's like the, the biggest struggle that I have right now, other than trying to find another car. Oh, well, <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say that, you know, we've all done car shopping and uh, it, it, it's stressful in that you kind of think, excuse me, you know what you want. And then when you start looking at all your options and you go, okay, I can't afford shit. So then you start <laughs> narrowing it down. <laughs> and then once you narrow it down and you go, okay, what things do I want? What things am I willing to pay for or not pay for? That sort of thing. Um, then, you know, for me, it was like I had it down to two. And then once I realized, okay, over here, I'm going to get everything I want and I pay extra. Well, guess we have a winner. So it, it felt, I felt like this time around, as opposed to buying my first new car, it was much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Because was that, you know, I never done pretty quickly. And then knowing that, well, this is what I would like to have, but I, I was realistic. Okay. Well, I don't make the money to have this particular brand of car. Maybe one day I mean, at this point, I'm not even going to get my hopes up, but, but I mean, you know, I'm not looking for a car. You know, that, that car is going to be right until it can't more. Mm-hmm. That's the way it should be, but yeah, I, I can I can imagine that that can be more stressful than um, attempting to um, you know trying to find like you said find the happy medium at work. Which, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so here here here's the funny part. You've been when did you go back to work? Uh, it was January third, I think. Okay, I'm going back to work tomorrow. I mean, like physically going back to work. Yeah. Like we had last week, you know, I had to sit with all the bullshit as me blah but i'm actually physically going back to work tomorrow to teach one class so again um i don't have a lab tomorrow i'm gonna take some time to take my class to the lab and say here's all the safety rules you know don't drink the bacteria number one Mm -hmm. the rest of it will fall into place once i do that i'm coming home and day one is over but it's it it, last night i was like shit i know i got one more day but i don't want to think about going back to work yeah yeah, that's hard. That's really hard. Yeah. And then, of course, I don't know how much you keep up with the news. You know, Virginia elected a new governor, bag. And, uh, you know, already we're not going to have mask mandates. Well, fuck you, guy. I'm wearing my mask. So, yeah. whatever. Um, so, basically, this is how mass murder starts. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so. So, so those are the things I'm struggling with. And then today I had a lead on the job that gave me an email today. Yeah, well, you know, we, we think we're going in another direction. So here we go again. I'm Damn. back to square one. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just like, I, I, I really hate it here. I really do. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm either going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to get a headhunter, which I don't know where to start on that, or B, I'm just going to have to totally just change careers because I have all the shit on the wall and I, I can't get in anybody's company and just pissing me off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so. So yeah, so that's that was you know that was Monday, but uh, <laughs> damn, yeah, that's it. That's 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 pretty much my my Monday, or at least this holiday is nice holidays. Mm-hmm. Happy MLK Day. What are you drinking? Oh well, it is um, it's dry period for me. Ah. Gotcha. So, 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 so most people are doing like dry January. I mm-hmm. think it, it'll probably be dry until I'm probably going to try to hang out till spring. Probably. You know? That's cool. You know, trying to just get lose a little weight. You know, trying to get back into working out. Um, had my first Taekwondo class on Friday. That was a workout. I saw the picture. Of your, I saw the picture of your gi. It's called a gi, right? No, so they call it a dobok. So gotcha. in uh, Taekwondo, it's called a dobok. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was that was intense. And uh, the lead instructor taught the class, and I mean, good guy, but oh, oh wow! <laughs> it was, it was, and they go, and one of the other instructors who's a black belt, he saw me today. He was like, "Oh, he goes, he goes, oh no, no, no! When you spar, that's when it gets more intense." I'm going, "Oh crap!" And and Harper had sparring today, so they sparred today. And I'm going, oh man, this is gonna be fun. So they, so I think they alternate to go sparring, and then they do form and kick practice. So they alternate weeks. I'm going, oh. so I think this week's gonna be sparring. That's gonna be fun, <laughs> you know. So yeah, so I get the, then I'm doing push-ups and crunches, and then I wake up uh, Saturday morning and go, why do my shoulders hurt? Why is my stomach hurt? Like I haven't done crunches and push-ups since god knows when so that that just tells you everything you need to know right there about where i am and where i'm trying to go <laughs> hey you gotta start somewhere and that's you, and true you're, you're doing the things that's fantastic thank you thank you so that's it man that's that's where i am with that so um, um all right so you uh ready to introduce us then yeah all right, everyone. Well, welcome again to the Bald Head Logic Podcast. It's episode nine. It is uh, January 17th, 2022. So happy new year to all of you. Listen, thank you for listening. For those who have been listening, because we've been watching. We, we know we've got some fans out there and we appreciate you uh, hitting us up. So you know who it is. Shaman Uncle Dub. Hit me up on Instagram Twitter. It's, uh, it's Uncle Dub. I-T-S-U-N-C-L-E underscore D-B. Uh, my co-host, my man, Fifty Grand, live from somewhere, the Beat Closet Studios. Yo, yo, what up? It's Cam One, uh, chilling in the basement, in the lab, with my man, Uncle Dub. You can find me at uh, DJ underscore Cam underscore O-N-E, or at Mystery Is Music, anywhere you listen. So I called it the, uh, the what, what did I say? The, the, the Cam Cave. It's the Cam Cave. That's right. Yep. It's the Cam it is but it's but it's different than any other cave because it has like a lot of cool electronic shit (laughs) so um, so you know what last time we were on i totally forgot this because i was thinking as i'm kind of going through everything we talked about uh you know for today i was like you know i forgot to tell you that i and i and i told you this but i gotta say this 
because it's something I forgot. So I listened to a Hidden Gems. Great show. So um, my co-host here was on two podcasts. So Hidden Gems. So this was back in September um, talking about, uh, you know, his uh, progression and genesis in hip hop and especially in the DMV. Um, all the cool folks he's worked with, he's known. Um, and then you're on, I think this was, uh, actually this is earlier. And I put this in my um, my uh, browser and I totally forgot about it. I went in through my browser, uh, my phone, both on my browser windows, but oh, I gotta listen to this. I found the was Apartment 5B podcast. That's right, yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, March 22nd, 2021. So it was you and a group of guys, and y'all talking about, uh, Best, best first on posse cuts, which I, I got a good education because there's some songs like, oh, yeah, I'm sitting there going, okay, I, I'm going to see, I'm saying this person. And then I figure out who everyone says. And there's a few I'm going, I don't think I've heard that song. Mm -hmm. um, you talk about, y'all talk about one from the DOC where I'm just going, okay, wasn't really a big DOC fan. I like this one song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know, I'll probably get some hate mail for that. But, um, <laughs> but then, um, you know, kind of got to get up on that sort of thing on that. But um, yeah, really two really dope shows. So uh, if you guys are, um, you know, want to check him out, check out Cam on that one. Great shit. Um, oh, and you on five beer, Sean Toure. So again, shout out Sean Toure. Um, great guy. Um, uh, every time I see him on Instagram and he's making beats, like I'm scrolling and I go, <laughs> oh, back up. Back up, Sean's making a beat. Gotta gotta watch it. It's so he's so talented. Uh, same oh with me. God, yes. I'll scroll through like, oh shit, and then I gotta listen to it wherever I'm at, wherever I am. And it's it's mm -hmm. it's so fire every time. I know, I know. And then the other thing, as I'm watching him, like he's you know he's doing his thing, and I'm watching him, but I'm actually listening, but I'm actually staring at his record collection. <laughs> like I'm kind of going, I wonder what's in that section right there. Mm -hmm. Like every time I'm like, I wonder. What, how he has them arranged, or is it by alphabetically, by genre? I'm always so fascinated by that wall of records behind him mm -hmm. as he's just making. So, so I get, I get the like lust over his record collection, but he's, you know, he, he's hit me with some dope ass beats. I love it every freaking time. Um, so you, you know how I just start this thing with just the most random of thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you this because you, we were talking about cars a moment ago and you know, look for a new car, but you have you know, a Honda Fit. Mm -hmm. And my question is, I saw one on the Beltway going to work one day and this person had this contraption on the top of the car. It looked like a rack, but it looked like a rack that unfolded to hold other shit. I, it was so bizarre. And then I thought about it and I go, are you fit owners contractually obligated to fit <laughs> as much shit as possible on top of your car, in your car, under your, like, what the fuck is yes, that about? Absolutely. So most people who have fits want something, wanted like a, a bigger something, right? Right. But we could only afford a fit. And it's like, <laughs> well, wait a minute. You can do all this cool stuff with a fit. Cause right. you know, they, they, it, it is the, I really love my car. And um, I was coming off of right before I bought that car, I had a, um, a Subaru WRX wagon. 
And right. it was a, an amazing car. It was probably one of my favorite cars to drive, like of all of the cars. I've had a, a tons of cars, and that's probably my one of my favorites. Um, it was starting to die because it was old, and it was paid off, and um, the repairs were a little more expensive than what the car was worth. Okay, like right. it was it was in great shape, but it needed like a bunch of things and it all came at the same time. Right. So I was like, oh, no, like, what am I going to do? So I decided to cut my ties and get out of there just like a, a bad Netflix show. You know, how I roll. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole world. Does now, but anyway, continue. Continue. So anyway, <laughs> I was living in the city at the time and I was like, you know what? There's no point in buying like another dope car right now while I'm in the city because I'm going to get it and I'm going to be upset if it gets hit. You know, or broken into. Right, exactly. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to buy uh, a cheap Honda and I'm just going to save a bunch of money. Right. Because the car payment will be cheap. I wanted a brand new car. At that time, I was like, I've had plenty of used cars and I hadn't had a brand new car probably before that, probably like eight or nine years. I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to buy a brand new car. So I traded my car, the, the WRX in for it and got it and didn't realize how much. So I, I, a couple of my other friends had fits also. So I was familiar with the inside of them. And like, he was like, yo, man, you can fit mad stuff back there. And like, he was, he was hyping it up. So I was like, cool. It has a lot of cool things I want. Then all of a sudden I get one. I'm like, holy shit. Like I can do so much with this. Like it's insane. It really is. And like, you know how much I build things and I haul things, you know what I mean? And I've done almost all of it with my fit. Like I have roof racks and I can, I've put dressers on there and driven bikes, all types of stuff. Like you have no idea. I go, well, I I remember the dresser because you you got the dresser from our house. I remember that. That's right. Because when you did it, I'm going, are you sure about this? (laughs) Are you sure about this? Because I'm going, you have to go from Silver Spring to Baltimore. Are you sure about this? (laughs) No problems at all. I've done it a million times. I go to Home Depot. I get like four foot by eight foot sheets of plywood put it right on the top and i strap it down it's great it is fantastic you can fold all the seats down there's so much space when i get another car i'm like it's got to be able to do at least these things right so it's got you know it's got to be you know something but um yeah i mean i really fuck with it i really do it and it comes you know they there's a lot of like things you could do to hook it up and do things like that and i i didn't do really any of those things because this time around, I was like, man, I just want I want I knew I wanted to get not the base base model because I wanted some, you know, some creature comfort sort of things. But um, yeah, man, I love my fit. I really do. I really do. And what's funny, what I remember is the last time in, 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 in my mind, I'm remembering came to get the, uh, the play uh, set. Mm hmm. For the, for the boys mm-hmm. and like I got to the house I'm just like because you have to get some shit strapped to the, to the roof you had some stuff wedged in the back seat I'm just like and I'm like are, again are you sure about this Is it, <laughs> and, and by the time you wedged made a couple moves I'm going well goddamn I mean amazing I mean just when you think you need a pickup truck but but you know what's wild for some reason and, and, and part of it is I, I don't have the cross rails. I have I, the cross racks. I don't have, I have rails on the racks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I had to get your dad's SUV to help me get that thing to my house. I think I took some pieces of my car and took some pieces of his, mm-hmm. his SUV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I because I'm thinking I put a whole uh, I put a whole de- one of those deck box those one of the deck boxes. I think I told you I went to I was at work there's a Costco across the street I went in there bought that bitch off the floor took it out to my car going oh man this is gonna fit I dropped seats pushed that bitch in and I drove home sat in traffic on 495 drove it home no problem you know you thought I was carrying a coffin that bitch, you know, <laughs> like I was driving along hey how you doing you know, nothing to see here <laughs> and yeah so I'm thinking if I can get a deck box in my car i can get anything in this car well just about anything in this car yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah y'all y'all are some creative motherfuckers that's all i gotta say i just i just keep ratchet straps like in the trunk at all times Mm -hmm. so i can just if i have to strap something down i can strap something down and that's it it's the way to go can't can't you 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 can't argue <laughs> um. So, why are people soliciting door to door in a pandemic? How bad is your business? Seriously, yeah, that's true. Seriously, I mean, those are. I mean, like when I first moved to this house, there was people were coming knocking on the door. I would say twice a week. At one point, and when it was like, you know, summertime, early spring, you know, t- security systems, um, I don't know, new roof, um, anything you could think of, uh, Internet service, power, you know, energy supplemental companies like all these people, Comcast, like all these people would come knocking on the door always at the worst time. And I, it, it caught me off guard because at my old house, that didn't really happen. You know, when you live in the city, that doesn't really happen. No one comes door to door with some shit like that. And like, you know, when I was living with my parents, it was, I mean, every once in a while, maybe like two or three times a year, someone would come by knocking on the door, right? You know, like trying to sell windows or some shit or some fucking meat out of a truck or some shit, you know? <laughs> Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you know, it's like that. And then, then yeah, then moving here, and it happens so often. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, no, no. As soon as I open up the door, I'm like, no, go away. You know what I mean? I don't care. I don't. I don't want any. You know, it's like I never thought I was gonna be that type of person. Totally, don't have time for it. I don't. I mean, you got. You gotta have to be. As soon as you do, no. Right. Right. Man. So yeah, it's. I can't imagine. I can't imagine having to go door to door in this climate. Right. Uh, let alone having to go to door to door at all. Right. Right. So have people been coming to your house? Um. Yeah. I, one day. Some guy was doing a uh, ADT, mm-hmm. and what's crazy is I was I'm in the kitchen and I could see through the window. I had the I had the window I had the blind open at the window, open. so it was like it was a nice day. And I saw him drive up. I'm thinking, oh, he's probably a delivery person because every now and then you get a delivery person that comes in a regular car. I think he's delivering something. Mm-hmm. But then he goes, I think he goes to another person's house. Then he comes to my house, knocks on the door, and I see him back up. So I kind of 
looked out the window and he saw me. He goes, hey, and he starts talking, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I see you got the ADT sign here. Uh, do you have your... He's asking all these questions. I'm going, dude, I'm renting. I can't put shit in this house. Well, you know, uh, you put the sign off front, this, that, and the third. I was like, dude, just leave your information. All right, cool, man, cool, cool. Just just hit me up, hit me up. Let the information I went in the shit in the recycle, man. Bam. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I just that's the only... We've had a couple other people, but they were like, if we're in upstairs, we can't hear them. Mm-hmm. They might, I think every night and then they'll either knock, they may ring the doorbell, or a couple times we've been, we haven't been home. So one time we come home and there's shit stuck in the door, stuck to the door or whatever. Yeah. Or just like, oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, rarely. I mean, it happens, but still, you have to ask yourself this question. You know, it's a fucking pandemic going on. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some, you know, some people, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people are carrying on like nothing's going on. You know? Don't get me started on that shit. You know? There was, I saw this dude uh, at my job who works there and his mask said, because I have to. Well, the fuck? Jesus. You know where he stands. Right? Like, really? All right, wait, Jesus. All right, fuck. At work? <laughs> it, it's like sometimes when, when you're at work, sometimes you don't know who the dick is, and sometimes you know who the dick is. Yeah. So in this case, he just outed himself. Hey, I'm the work dick. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, so, I mean, yeah. I, again, like I said, don't get me started. Again, <laughs> it's just so frustrating. And then, and then, some places are worse because I've been hearing you know, y'all Twitter people are talking about. Man, if you go to Atlanta, it's like it's out of control. People are just in the clubs. Like, okay, this shit's over. I'm going. No, it's not over. And all y'all are getting a Marion. So what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And you know that motherfucker mad as shit. Like, why are y'all talking about me? It's called Omicron. <laughs> shit. I'm sure he's like, please talk about me. Everyone forgot. <laughs> <laughs> he probably hadn't had this much shine in forever, like 10, 15 years. Come on, Woody. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I um, I told like, him. There's, no there's no such thing as bad press. Omarion's like, mm-mm, don't I know it? <laughs> You're right. I totally, uh, totally <laughs> let the marketing part of my brain just go to rot. And I know that Don Draper is turning in his grave right now. So, um, so, look, let's talk about this, man. So, within the span of what, I don't know, three weeks or four weeks, what we lost, Betty White, today would have been her 100th birthday. Yeah. Um, Sydney Poitier, that was last week. Yeah. Uh, James and Tumay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Bob fucking Saget. Yeah. Yep. The hell, man. Right. Bob fucking Saget, dude. All what of this. The hell? All of this was in the past two weeks. Two, three. Yeah. Two. Well, I mean, like Betty that? White was right. Betty White was right. What? Right around New Year's or yeah. New Year's? So yeah, somewhere yes, around like, there. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Last three weeks. I know. Shit. I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, this is like not threes. This is like fours. Right, right. I know. 
damn. And so I was like, no, Sydney, no. <laughs> and yeah, because we, we, we were all getting real hyped. They're like, oh, she's going to be 100. And, and, and think about on on social media, how many times motherfuckers will ring the alarm like, Betty White, motherfuckers like, what's the problem? Oh, I'm just want to say how much I love Betty White. Motherfuckers like, you're giving me a fucking heart attack. Right. I know. Like, wrap her in cellophane and you'll keep her alive. <laughs> and, and, and shit, man. It's like, mm, almost, almost, man. But, and then I love the guys on, uh, or the people. I think it's a guy who's going around asking people, so y'all really out here watching the Golden Girls? You're goddamn right. Yes, I watched the Golden Girls. I sure did. Love it. I watched it too. I watched it. So, it was it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So some boy, what is wrong with y'all? Yes, that was actually decent fucking yeah, television. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good wholesome show. It was like a block of shows that came on at the same time, right? And wasn't it Saturday night? I don't remember. I, I don't even like, remember. I feel like it was like a Saturday because uh, at a time where they actually showed decent shit on a Saturday night, right? Because, right. Know, it was trash on Saturday. We used to watch it all together as a family. Oh, wow. Cool. From what I remember. Mm-hmm. And 227, I think, was on right around the same time, right? Was that the same um, Was that the same network? Yeah, NBC, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I could be yeah. not remembering that right. But either way, we watched that as a family. I remember that. Yeah, because you had 227, Amen. Right. Golden Girls. I mean, we right. were a proper country. <laughs> We were a proper country. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Huh? And Bob Saget. That, so, for years and years and years, you know, we all knew him from, from Full House. And then someone was like, "Well, you know, he's like super raunchy. He's blue as fuck, whatever." And I go, "I didn't know that." So I called one of stand this one time. Like, he's hilariously funny, but his scene from Half Baked. Yeah. When I saw that shit, mm-hmm. I swear I think I laughed for a good fifteen fucking minutes. Like yep. I was like, I was basically looking at my friends like, "Can somebody give me some fucking water?" I, just, <laughs> I don't know why this shit. Just, and there were other things happening at the time in the, in, the, in the room, but oh my god, I had a headache from laughing so goddamn hard. <laughs> it was so good because like he had kind of been out of the limelight for a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. From what I right. remember. Like um, he because, you know, Full House was done and uh, I think America's Funniest Home Videos was done. Yeah. And after doing those two shows, like you can't really immediately get success at a club. Like people are going to see your name on a flyer. I'm like, I don't go into that shit or or they're like, you know, young kids and their parents don't know. Right. So it's a recipe for disaster either way. Like either people aren't coming or the wrong crowd is coming. So, you know, and then, you know, so yeah, we don't hear about them because we're not exposed. Yeah. And then you see that shit and you're like, oh, shit. (laughs) It was, yeah. I remember watching Half-Baked with my friends uh, the year after. I I mean, it came out, you know, earlier, but the year after I graduated high school, we watched it like every night. Like every every night, sometimes even during the day, like in the summer when we weren't working. Oh my god, it was so funny, so funny. Brings back so many memories. Doesn't hold up though. It doesn't. <laughs> Does I think not. I tried to watch it. 
maybe a couple of years ago and bought it. Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. not the same. The wardrobe is hilarious. Their clothes are so funny looking to see it yes. now. And I was like, ooh, this like you know, you know when you see like a group of kids and they're going to like an eighties party and they're dressed. You're like, people didn't really dress like that in the eighties, you know. You some people did, but you know, not it's like to its extreme. When you watch Half Baked Again, you look at their, their clothes and like, oof. Like, I know it was in the 90s and everything, but we didn't all dress like that. Like, what the fuck is happening here? Look at their, look at their clothes. What the hell? It was not actually like that. <laughs> it was so dialed up. I'm like, what? It's like they decided to be a little too authentic. Yeah, yeah. In the portrayal of these characters and, and what they wore. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think out of, I mean, I don't know, out of everybody, that that's the one that I think blew my mind. And then there were so many... You know, you know, just this outpouring of, you know, memories and stuff like that. Because I know uh, Miss Pat just started really hanging with him. Because I know on her Instagram, she had a picture of that Bob Saget. They were like hanging out and shit. Yeah. And she's like, really just getting to know him. And then I think, she, you know, later that, that day, she had an Instagram post. She's like, oh my gosh, she goes, I'm so fucking hurt. Like, that's my guy. Like, because I think she had, she said something like, he came to my house, he had dinner. And I can't remember, she says, I'm like, he was like going to get seconds. And she was like, you know, sit your ass down. <laughs> like, she was just like going to the like, you either want goddamn food. She's <laughs> like losing her shit. But she was like, you know, but she was, yeah, he was, he was like family and she loved him and just really enjoyed uh, being around him. And, you know, and I guess, you know, kind of because he'd been in comedy for so long, just kind of you know, learning shit from him and what have you. So that, that was that was pretty funny. So, but I mean, you know, pretty funny. Her story about him was pretty funny, and you know, just kind of in remembrance of him. Um, and of course, because and then James and Tume was not that old. I don't think. I think he was in his late seventies. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, I learned because I watched his Unsung a couple of years ago and didn't realize that he was. He worked with Miles Davis, and they did a really obscure electric album in like the seventies. That I think at the time didn't sell very well, mm-hmm. but then over the years, people found it, and it's like, oh, this is pretty decent. And now it's like you can't you can barely find the fucking album. It's like a collector's item. Mm-hmm. It's like some really deep electronic shit, and and it just really said that it really showed. Um, his genius and how he arranged and how he worked with Miles Davidson. You know, Miles, you know, went into, you know, he went that electric route as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I was thinking about uh, him and Donald Byrd being in that same hard bop category. Just, you know, Miles just had more success. Donald Byrd had success in a different way. But yet, um, you know, he worked with a lot of people, a lot of music, you know, Miles, but. But yeah, Jane, and then of course, you know, on his own, he had his own his success too. So I mean, just wow, it's just crazy to think it's gone. Yeah. Wow, shit. Um. So now that we are in the uh, the deuce deuce, um, that this was inspired by uh, another comedian, uh, Roy Wood Jr. He said, you know, what do we what are we doing in the deuce deuce so he started telling 
saying, you know, give me some ideas of things we're going to be doing in the Deuce Deuce. So, for example, are we eating couscous in the Deuce Deuce? <laughs> okay. Um, let's shout out Bruce Bruce in the Deuce Deuce. <laughs> um, let's just hunt some Canadian goose in the Deuce Deuce. How about that? We'll, we'll go from there. We'll figure out some more shit we're going to be doing in the Deuce Deuce um, as we move forward here. Um, so, oh, wait a minute. Drake and hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, Drake and hot sauce. You know what? I think, you know, that chick had it coming. You know? <laughs> I mean... That that judge, to sh- I mean, it's just a waste of everyone's time. Like that oh, judge should yeah. just throw that away. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. In in no way. So the the I actually do. I would have. I would love for Drake to answer this question. Like, <laughs> did he use the hot sauce only because it's effective in killing sperm, or did he use the hot sauce because it it, it <laughs> number one. <laughs> He knows he'll it'll kill the sperm, and number two, inflict pain on someone who's trying to trap him. You know what I'm saying? Like, did he think that far ahead? You know, he had to have, right? He had to have. I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think he. I, I feel like he had one mission in mind. Now, if she was that desperate, you're like, oh, good, mm-hmm. then you get what you get. You know what I'm saying? Of course, absolutely. Now, my question is, what kind of hustles did he use? Oh, that's that's a good question. Yeah, because now now now, now let's think about this. There, there's a lot of hot sauce out there. Now, did he go basic and say, "All right, I'm gonna get some Texas Pete," or is he talking like you know to show hot ones? Yeah. Did he go and look at their wide cavalcade of hot sauce and go, "Now I want the shit that's probably about I don't know, uh, maybe fifteen hundred on the Scoville scale, <laughs> right? You know, which I think is kind of." Kind of on the low end, I think. Yeah. I think with Scoville scales up to about five thousand or something like that. No, they go into the millions. Shut up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And hot ones, the the main one. I can't remember what it's called. Like the one at the very end, uh, mm-hmm. the last dab. I think it's like one or two million Scoville. God damn. I mean, what? But like, I, I, I think I think like a jalapeno is like around like five hundred or three hundred or something like that. What? What is the point? I know this is a little rabbit hole here. What is the point of something that fucking hot? What is the point? Uh, so, like, as you, so I know people who grow uh, Carolina Reapers and those crazy new hot, like insanely hot peppers that make hot sauces in the millions, right? And they usually have worked their way up. Like, they like hot sauce. They they like spicy things. And then they just keep bumping it up and bumping it up and bumping it up. It's a tolerance thing. And uh, one of my friends, he never really, he didn't bump it up. He just like went straight there and was like, whew, you know, just de- dealt with it. And then, I mean, so after you eat one of those things, you get a rush of euphoria. So a lot of those people, they do that stuff just to get high, basically, at the end, on the back end, you know, you deal with the pain. But then all of a sudden, like endorphins start flowing and then all of a sudden you start feeling like, you know. A little loosey goosey. But when we talk about endorphins, (laughs) 
can't you just fucking exercise like yep. like mm-hmm. like like a like a regular person? <laughs> but they want to be ex- eccentric. You know what I mean? Most oh, most geez. people I know who who deal with crazy crazy spicy food have the most vanilla lives ever, and this is like <laughs> their wild. This is like their wild thing, right? <laughs> And they're like, look so, what I do. Look what I have. Look what I've done. Buy, I have these hot sauces. Here, take some. This is for you. You know, <laughs> it's always something like that. And, and all they do is drink water and eat like, like fucking boiled carrots and shit like that. You know? <laughs> Jesus. Wow. That's wild to me. Um, but anyway, sorry. I, I had to because, yeah. Yeah. That, that's the, the hot sauce. Like what? Hot, I want to know what hot sauce he used. And then I wonder if he tied a, did he tie a knot in the condom? I don't, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Right? The, how easy was it? <laughs> right. Because my whole thing is if you tied a knot in it and she did that, well, you you really are thirsting. But if he just, you know, went to the bathroom, did his thing doing the trash. Now, here, here's that let's look at the other half of this too. <laughs> Don't you think she could look at it and be like, do I really want to put that inside? Because mm, don't mm, you think it would not look? I, I didn't even think about that. You know what I'm saying? Right? Like, she might think, oh, this mother got some super fun. Look at the color, you know? <laughs> Vibrance. Bitch, <laughs> how dumb are you? Oh, God. You know? I know. I'm, hey, she was. Who knows? Who the hell knows? Damn. Right? Gambling, rolling the dice. <laughs> <laughs> she went snake eyes on her. Right? She's like, man, I hope this is some Taco Bell mild right here. <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> it's basically ketchup and onions. <laughs> She's like, I, I can I can handle that. <laughs> Shit. Boy. She she got ooh, well, she she got the spicy taco in the wrong place. <laughs> God. Oh my lord. Um so hey, uh, did you uh, did you try the uh, old Forester? Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, okay. So so yeah, yeah. Tell me what you thought. It's fantastic. It really is. <clears throat> so I'm I'm really so we we had run out of uh, bourbon and we didn't have any for a while. Then um, I guess it must have been New no New Year's maybe when y'all came over. Yeah, uh, I can't remember if we what we made, but Kara um, had bought some bourbon to like make something with, or maybe we were—I don't know—we were maybe we we're gonna make mixed drinks or something, some sort of thing. She bought some bourbon for cheap, fucking like rail bourbon. I never even heard of it. Had a, a screw top, plastic screw top, right? So I didn't even realize that until the next day, and I was like. Where did we get this shit from? Like who who left this here, this bottle? And she's like, oh no, that's what I got for the thing, whatever. Um, so anyway, so we have that. <laughs> it's probably like fifteen or eighteen dollars for a fifth of this shit. And then we have that bottle of old forester <laughs> that, that you gave me, which is like, you know, some of the best bourbon you're gonna fucking find, right? You know? It really is like so. <laughs> it's this weird thing that we got both of. They're just next to each other, hanging out <laughs> on the bar, right? They don't fit, <laughs> and then you normally wouldn't hang out, in right? Right? Not at all. Not at all. But anyway, um, it's great. It is great. 
Um, I have been, uh, drinking it over crushed ice. Um, I bought, uh, it must've been like last summer. I read up on those, uh, those really fancy, um, maraschino cherries, the really dark, dark ones. Yes, um, told me about that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I've been really, I made some simple syrup the other day. Um, we have like, you know, the Angostura bitters, but we also have the nicer ones, you know. So I've been, I've been using all the nice stuff with it, which is great because like we have all these things and we don't use them. I mean, you know, we don't really make mixed drinks or get even, I don't even really do Manhattans that much or anything simple. It's kind of like bourbon, uh, ice glass and that's it. But, now that we have this super fancy old for- forester, I've been like, oh shit, doing all the nice things that we got, like making it special. <laughs> so yeah, it's been fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem, no problem. I mean, it, 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 their whole line is so good. I it mean, is. like I said, for me, I really that that prohibition style, I, I think, is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That the eighteen seven, I think that's the bottle, the bond. And again, I forget, and I think we talked about this. The whole bond is some federal law about, I think, uh, maintaining the purity of bourbon and blah, 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 blah. So, anyway, they got that. So, you don't get bourbon that's bottled and bond all that often. You get it, but it's kind of rare. So, you get it, you're going, oh, this is some really special shit. But for the most part, they just make it and it's bourbon. Um, and nowadays, of course, you're getting. This um, uh, you get bourbon made in different places. Like I'm sure you got that Breckenridge I had that was, mm-hmm. you know, made in Colorado. And I'm gonna tell you that Mountain Water makes all the difference in the world. That shit is so fucking good. Wow. Um, and because the first one I got was the Breckenridge that was Asian rum casks, and man, that was something else. Like you can wow. really just get that rum flavor and then their regular is just like say it, it you know there are a lot of um uh bourbons that you know if someone says i've never had bourbon what would you recommend i try I'd be like well just get the basic ass breckenridge because it's simple it's smooth it's, it's you know it's just enough to get you started but then you can move up from there to get more complexity more char more wood, you can get some other flavors, but that I think, but it's good. It's not like um, uh, Knob Creek. You know, Knob Creek is decent, but I would say this is better than Knob Creek. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But yeah, well, I'm glad you like it. Um, I mean, I would definitely, uh, you know, for, for those who, for those who listen who are uh, bourbon heads, and those a few folks who I know who listen there are bourbon heads, I would definitely uh, recommend that. Because, uh, and it's not a terribly expensive bottle either. That, that's the, that's the, the big piece. So, um, you know, um, still, I'm still, I'm still tripping over the, the, the Drake hot sauce thing. I'm sorry. That's, that's really still <laughs> in my mind, it's, <laughs> it's so crazy. I mean, was it um, was it something like that's just what he does? Like hot sauce is his thing, or was that like that like the only thing around? that he knew would kill the sperm, right? So, like, if you're like, oh, shit, I gotta, I gotta kill the sperm somehow, just looking around like, shit, what do I have here? What, you know what I mean? It's like, hot sauce, that'll work, you know? Or was he like, 
I got to go get my hot sauce because I got to go kill the sperm real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, because in my head, I'm thinking, so I mean, it would make sense that it would. Um, right, right. When I heard that, I was like, okay, all right, yeah. I would, yeah, I would think that would work too. But was it around or did he have it? You know what I mean? From what I remember, I feel like he had it. Okay. Like, it sounds like that might be his thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you know, if you're out at a random place, I'm sure you could just ask someone for some hot sauce. I bet hot sauce is not that not that far away. In any yeah, given I mean, moment, wherever you are. I mean, if you ask the right person, I mean, I'm sure you can either use some hot sauce, you might pull something out of the jacket pocket, you <laughs> might get a woman get it out of her purse, you can get some hot sauce, damn it. Actually, what are we talking With about? With us? With us? You can get some damn hot sauce. <laughs> like, he probably pays Somebody someone... He probably pays someone to carry the hot sauce around for him. <laughs> We're talking about Drake. Right. So, basically, <laughs> well, well, yeah, it's Drake. The, the, Drake's probably got a guy that's like, okay, ready to go. Okay, cool. So, let me get two condoms and the ball of hot sauce. Right. So, you know, you're just you know, you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's his man. That, that That's the plug. Right. <laughs> weird. So weird. Um, I know. I know. It's... <laughs> Because, because Rachel and I talked about it, and I said the first I, when I saw it, I read it, but I have read it. I go, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. So then, the second time I saw it in my timeline, I actually stopped and read it. I go, what the fuck did I read? <laughs> I read it a third time, and then go, are you shitting me? <laughs> I had, like, I had thought too. If I mean, you know, because I don't care about Drake. I don't care at all about Drake. So if I am scrolling and I see Drake, I don't ever stop. Like, I'm like, well, you know, going through. But if I see more shit with, you know, like, oh, shit, something is actually happening here. Like, what? wait, what the fuck is happening? This seems like maybe I should check in here. <laughs> right. Right. I don't want to be that guy that doesn't know anything about anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> But am I am I mad that I that I didn't check it? No, because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's like I mean, wait. sometimes I am that guy. Like you that, know, because well, you know, sometimes there's stuff that trends on Twitter, and you'll see it, and then you'll go, okay, let me go find out what this is, and I'll go find what it is and go, this is mindless as fuck. Yeah. Or sometimes I go, I can figure it out and go, I don't fucking care. Exactly. But this. This I was like, okay, okay, right, right. <laughs> I have to know what the, I once I figured it out. I'm going, oh, and like you said, the fact that she is suing, right, right. So clearly, there is someone who went to law school who is taking this case, and I'm just like, you have to be the dumbest motherfucker alive. Well, okay, from a, I'm taking the case standpoint now, from a. I'm making money standpoint. Well, right. He's going to make a little, he's going to make a little change off of this one. Absolutely. Now, once the judge throws it out, then guess who's holding the bag for legal fees and all other shit. That, that lady, right? Yeah. More than likely. Yep. Crazy. Why? Why? Yeah. Why would you, I don't know. That's what I don't get. Like did she, was she like, I'm going to make some money off of this. You know, because oh, 
I, I don't understand. I don't get it. I just don't understand. I do not understand. Why? You well, know? Well, it's kind of like, um, well, I mean, we know why. But like with musicians and athletes, it's kind of the same thing, you know? Um, so, sadly, I don't, don't want to say all because I don't want anybody, you know, in my inbox, but you got a lot of a lot of women out here trying to get a bag off a kid and it's fucked up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because because the kid didn't have to be here. Let, let's let's keep it a hundred. Right. So, you know, because I think there was a, a basketball player that happened to and was uh I can't think of his name, can't think of the chick's name, but porn star, basketball player, they get together, have a kid now. There was all this discord. Now they're not together. And of course, she's getting a bag. And I'm just like, Jesus, again. So here's the kid who's here, you know. Okay, you know, dad got a nut. And now he's here. Parents ain't together. And in about 20 years, you're going to need therapy. Yeah. I know, right? I know. Great. I know. Another, another, another life in the toilet. So great. That's just awesome. Um, all right, so let's argue. <laughs> so you, you, <laughs> I think you saw my, my choices here, so I'm going to ask you. Because I've heard these songs a, a couple weeks ago, probably twice during a week at different times of the day on different actual XM channels. But which song hits harder? So I'm talking about Van Halen, so from the 1984 album, Jump or Panama? <clears throat> That's a that's a really good one, right? Um, so let me first uh, talk about the the amount of exposure I have to this song. I probably didn't hear either of these songs. Well, put it this way, I'm sure I probably heard them when they came out, but not many times, right? Right. And it came out in '84. Uh, yes, yeah, somewhere around the '84. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The album was '84. Yeah, the album was called 1984. So yeah, somewhere around '84, yeah. '85. I think it was '85 actually. Right. <clears throat> so when it came out, let's say I was only five years old. Of course. And I probably had heard it, you know, sprinklings throughout the years, but I probably didn't hear it a lot. And I'm sorry, not a lot. I would say I probably didn't hear it regularly until around '98. Because every once in no, is that right? No, that's not right. Scratch that. I'm trying to remember exactly when I heard those songs regularly. So let actually let's go with the the 1998 thing. I was working at the okay. stereo shop, and the only it was partially underground. We had a radio in there, and the only station it picked up well was DC 101 because the the car stereo shop was in Rockville. And the tower was in Rockville, like they broadcast from Rockville. So it was great. And I think they used to play it regularly, like, you know, DC 101 and like HFS when it was around, they would um, and 98 Rock, they would play like older rock songs that were just good mixed in with like new stuff. Which, you know, hip hop stations never did like they would have a block sometimes like, you know, like a Thursday or a Friday evening, like your rush rush hour on the way home and you'll have like 90s hip hop and it would be the best shit ever. And you're like, why don't they play? Why don't they just mix it up? You know what I mean? They never, ever did that. But those rock stations did it all the time. Sometimes you would hear like an Aerosmith song um, from the 70s. Sometimes you would hear. So anyway. 
uh, Panama and Jump would play from time to time, but Panama would play more often. <clears throat> Jump, I would only really hear that maybe on the classic rock station and like in movies. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, why jump? Why would jump be on the classic station but Panama be on the I don't know. I think there was something about the way that Panama hit that was I don't know, I guess more accepted in in like DC 101's programming. I I can see that. Uh because yeah, it's just the I can hear the song in my head and that song is very DC 101. I yeah. Totally right. Right. So, so that's how I, you know, I'm more, way more familiar with with Panama than Jump because of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, one quick side thing. <clears throat> so I used to actually listen to Elliot in the morning all the time um, when I worked at the stereo shop because I would drive to work. It would be on. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. So I used to listen to it, and uh, from time to time. And one time, they were able to get isolated vocals like lead vocals without anything else and they were so bad like they were so bad like flat off key like just struggling but when you add that on top of everything else it sounds fine it sounds totally fine it's weird so if y'all haven't heard that you got to google that and watch it on youtube or listen to it because it's hilarious so is it like like being in the studio and you just say, okay, we're just going to keep the track with the vocals open and turn everything down. Yes. Yep. Oh shit. In the, like the, the screaming parts sounds so bad. <laughs> it sounds so bad. It's terrible, but it comical. You're like, what the fuck? Cause you're like, no, no. Oh shit. This is the real thing. It just, it, everything else is gone. Yeah. It's just the acapella track. You're like, this is so odd. But when you combine all the other things, you're like, oh, shit, no, this is this is the song. It sounds great. <laughs> and this is way before digital mastering, too. Right. Right. Oh, I think it was man. I think it might have been remastered around that time, like maybe, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s. And it those sort of um, <clears throat> files were available somehow. Mm-hmm. Um I know that they they also remastered some um uh oh shit uh some Black Sabbath sorry it came to me oh they remastered oh. some Black I mean they remastered that kind of regularly but there was one time that they remastered it um in like the mid two thousands and they had uh almost all the stems available so you had like every single instrument like all of the songs but you had them all separate like separate files like so you can fuck with each one individually they also had an uh an instrumental version too um and i want to say it was it must have been it was either black sabbath black sabbath or a master master of reality one of those two and it was and so uh yeah it was there were no vocals on it at all it was just off um instrumental and a friend of mine would uh had copies of that because he worked at um oldies.com so he had all the access to any sort of CD or any music you could think of. Like any of those um nighttime <laughs> like music compilations. Remember that shit? Like back yes. in the day? Like they yeah. would have the infomercials for those. Every yeah. single one of those 
places like the Johnny Mathis. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they play that shit late at night and like you see the song scrolling up. And you're like, oh shit, I know that song. I've been stroking. That's what I've been doing. Like that, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> have- please call, please call, please call. <laughs> any, anyway, any of those things that you could think of, any genre, all of those CDs and all of those albums, they were all shipped from oldies.com, if anybody didn't know. Um, and my friend that worked there, he he was the one who knew that. And uh, I actually visited that warehouse once, and it is gigantic. Like, oh, it sure. is like a stadium almost um, of just, you know, 40-foot tall ceiling just packed with music. The stuff's going, you know, in and out. It's just, you know. Not much anymore, but, you know, back in the day, like, that was going to be, like, you know, that's one of the most major fucking music distribution places in the U.S., right? It's crazy. Was it here? It's in Pennsylvania. Oh, it's in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Damn. Wow. So I forgot I forgot how we got there. I went on a tangent, and I, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were telling me about, uh, was it Jump? Oh, that's a, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Just the acapella that was so bad. <laughs> right, right. The really bad acapella. Yeah. Yeah. So, Panama. The answer is Panama. The answer is Panama. <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's called Build Up. It makes yeah. for good podcasting. That's exactly right. It's, yeah. We're, we're getting it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't. Yeah, this is a hard one for me because um, I love both songs, and I feel like when I'm driving, when I hear it, when I hear you song, it gets me fired up. Mm-hmm. But I think it gets me fired up in different ways. I think Panama gets me a little more fired up. Yeah, yeah. Because with Jump, it's kind of like Jump is okay. Jump is kind of like a feel good song, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. because it's you know it's. Yeah. Dun, then you're like, oh, I'm getting pumped up. Yeah. With Panama's, er, 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 and I'm on like 270, I'm like, ah! <laughs> I'm on 270, just, you know, yeah. So, you know, I'm just, you know, going down, you know, swerving in and out. I mean, I swerve in and out of traffic. I'm changing lanes <laughs> and shit. Maybe I am swerving in and out of traffic because, you know, lately I haven't been signaling when I change lanes, but, you know, it, I'm just, man, I'm, I'm just in a, I'm just in a hurry. Okay? I, I gave up using my turn signal a while ago i think unless it's like you know if if there's no one around it's like or someone's like way over there and it's very clear where i'm going i'm not using that shit like it's only if like people are nearby and i'm like all right these people need to know that i'm gonna change lanes i'll use it other than that man fuck that no one has time for that shit i mean i still make time for it but i guess because if i get on the left like that i was on the i see tonight so if i get in the left lane and I'm trying to get on center lane, left lane, and I'm trying to get past somebody. I'm just sit by and then sit in front of them. And I'm just like, oh, I didn't signal. Fuck it, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm just trying to get around your slow ass. I can get the fuck up the street, you know. So I will. I'm just not as consistent as I used to be. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like I, I said, when, who has time for that? All that shit I just talk, I'm the exact same way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just hype. I'm right now. I'm hype because I got Panama on my head. That's really what's going on. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm not crazy behind the wheel, but yeah, I used to be very, uh, uh, I can't even come up with the word, but I used to, I used to follow the rules of the road very strictly. 
I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use my turn signals. No one out here. It's 2 a.m. Nobody. <laughs> Me and deer out Except here. The Except <laughs> the cops. Except That's very true, depending on where you are. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> but, you know, bringing it back to, to Panama and Jump, one thing I was thinking about just now, um, one of the reasons why Panama is so hype is because the chorus has many backup tracks. Whereas Jump is just one, just him. Like if you think about it, it Jump is just you can when you listen to it, it's just him singing by himself. But Panama mm-hmm. on the chorus is definitely him, maybe some other people singing along too, but definitely himself backing himself up. So yes. it sounds like many people versus one. Mm-hmm. So you know if you're gonna get hype, you're gonna get hype with a bunch of you know a bunch of people are gonna hype you up versus one person. Yeah, but then at the same time too, I mean, depending on, I mean, I don't know, we we, we all know the rules of hip-hop, and of course, some people have a hype man, mm-hmm. and others have like a whole fucking posse to hype them up. I right. mean, you know, it just depends on who you are. Right, right. So, I mean, I think both songs can encourage, you know, getting fucking hype, you know, getting crazy and shit like that. I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I think... The more I think about it, I think I agree. I think Panama is probably the better song. But it took me a while to come to that conclusion because, like I said, as I'm hearing them both, I'm going, I like both these songs, but which song is just really going? The song's really just getting you. Mm-hmm. It's getting you. So, yeah, it's, it's Panama. I think I, I, I agree with your logic. I think you're absolutely right. Totally right on that. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Oh. Oh, we ain't got the rapper report card yet. Um, do you have that up? I think I have it up. I don't. Let, I don't me, have, let me bring it up. I don't up. know if I have a link to it. I might have a link for it. Uh, let's see. Get rid of that. I, I think I have. Oh, I just. Oh, here it is. I got the. I found a Twitter link for it. Let's see. I think I can put it in the window. Let's see. Let's see. I think it's. I just sent the but so I'm looking at this and okay so as I said I didn't look at the top of this so he had three six he had ten categories that he graded them on. Mm-hmm. so I guess it's a one to ten scale mm-hmm. and so it's vocabulary articulation creativity originality versatility voice um records stage presence sticking to themes and innovating rhythms jesus uh, like i said <laughs> cool modi is a very very tough grader yeah he is. and as i'm look as i'm looking at this so so this one is you know some folks that we're you know we're pretty familiar with and so for example like i look at i so uh the one of the ones that stuck out to me initially was Master P because the first score I saw was six. I don't, I think I may have, I think I did notice this initially. And I, and I think I looked at this and I laughed as a vocabulary six. I'm going, oh, Jesus. I just, <laughs> just like, I'm done. Because I'm going, well, you know, and unfortunately, you know, we, we kind of know all about that. But let's see. He gave him a, is that a 10? Or, or uh, ten for originality and everything else. So, so his low score is six, and if you say seven's average on a ten point scale, 
you know, he's average in most categories. He's exceptional in his originality. And then all that adds up to a 76. That is just wild to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Lauren Hill got the best score. She had a 97. So I think she's the only person with, yeah, she is, she's had the highest grade. So Lauren Hill, 10s across the board. She got what, a nine in records, a nine stage presence. Uh, we could really go there, go there with something else on that. And sticking to themes, nine. So it's interesting. Redman got an 89. Keith Murray got an 89. I don't know. I feel some kind of way about that. That's yeah. Just, I mean, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think those should be higher. I didn't really agree with a bunch of these. And so, like, I went... What I, I didn't look at the categories when I first saw it, too. I basically yeah. first looked at all the names, and then I looked at all the scores. And mm-hmm. then, like, people that I cared about, I looked at their score, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, like, the first one that came to mind, like, the two that top two that came to mind was Black Thought and Most Deaf. And I was like, wait a minute. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? What do you mean? Right. But, you know. <laughs> right. But then, you know. The past couple of days, I've been talking about it with a bunch of my friends, and we all agreed that Black Thought was always really, really good, but he has gotten so much better over time. Like, we have to realize okay. that this is Black Thought from the 90s, which still mm-hmm. not bad. Like, Black Thought was gr- great, but right. he got so much better, yes. you know, in the 2000s and, and the 2010s even, too. Like... You know, like he's just gotten and now he's so many people, you know, even uh, popular MCs like one of the, their famous favorite rappers because he's so good now. Right. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been trying like just now I'm like, all right, let me look at this with a 1990s lens and figure that out, too. Right. Because, mm-hmm. you know. Even Jay-Z right here, he, he got an 82. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And and I think if this was like even 2002 that this report card came out, Jay-Z, you know, all these scores would be way different. And mm-hmm. he, he would not even be talking about uh, Sticky Fingers, Mystical uh, <laughs> Mace. Mace. You know what I mean? Right. These people, Cannabis. Like Tretch. Like none of these people would even be on the list. Right. Corrupt. Mm-hmm. They just wouldn't. Right. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. tough. It's very tough to look at this it's like all right how do you want to look at this mm-hmm. um and, and it's hard to detach myself from right now and reconnect my 1990s brain and look at this you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. right yeah because like i said i mean you make a good point because you know like i said these scores for me you know like that i mean i was i was taking this shit personal i was kind of like that's interesting like you know considering you know, a lot of these folks that, you know, I, I really like, I'm going, okay, I, I think they're think you're being a little harsh here. But like you said, the, the, the time that he did this was different. So, again, over time, there has been progression with none of these artists. So, you know, Black Thought definitely. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, was it? Uh, I think I told you this. Keith Murray, um, he... Yeah, I, t- I told you a story about it. He, he He did that. He did some battle rap. Uh, this is several years ago and it was on YouTube and he, I mean, I think he took it on the chin and red man basically was just like, look, because he didn't think he want to combat Jack and he, and, and combat was like, so what happened to you boy? He goes, look, he goes, I told him straight up, 
don't do this freaking battle. Mm-hmm. Do not do this. Mm-hmm. And it just because I watched the YouTube video and I'm going, oh, this is bad. Like because I really like Keith Murray and I'm right. going, why? And, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, saying, why did you do this? Like, yeah. what did you have to prove? I mean, you are a damn good rapper. I feel so. Yeah. Number one, he should have never done that, right? Mm-hmm. He should have never done it. And there is something to be said about, you know, when you're new and you're hungry and you don't have a name for yourself, you're willing to put yourself out there. And if you take a loss, it's not a big deal. At right. some point, you have to ask yourself, if I go out here and I do this and I lose, is this going to have a negative impact to what I've worked so hard for? Right. And that happens like I know people, I know DJs who used to battle, who have made a name for themselves and they don't really, they don't battle anymore. Like, cause they don't, you know, it, it's a real thing. There's MC battles all the time. Like I have, I have tons of rapper friends and they will not battle anymore because it, it'll be a thing, right? It will be a thing and they don't want to, you know, risk it. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a odd thing. And like, now that I was thinking about it, I was like, why would Keith Murray do that? Why? But then it's like, all right, well, I wonder if he set it up and the guy was supposed to lose and the guy decided not to lose, like on purpose, <laughs> right? <laughs> why, why would you do that? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. I believe he talked about, I don't remember all the details. It's been a while, but. But essentially, I remember Redman basically just going, I told him not to do that <laughs> shit. I told him to do that shit. And, and, and the reaction of Combat Jack was yours. It was yours. He just laughed. Like, he's just like, dude, like, that's your boy. Like, you should be like looking out for him. And he's just like, hey, I guess he's like, he's grown. I mean, I guess I'm not saying this way. He said, but he's kind of like, looking like, he's grown. What the fuck? I gave my two cents and he just went in and did what the fuck he had to do. But yeah, it's just like, you know, like you said, like you said, after a certain point, why? Well, I mean, what what you gain from it, especially if your status, if you got your status to a certain level, what do you have to gain? Right. You know, I mean, I can understand, you know, hey, you still got your ear to the street. That's cool. But just keep your ear to the street. You ain't really got to get in the street. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. it's like. It's like mental illness a thing. Like, do you, are you, do, you know, are you some sort of way where you, you know, you think you are the best and can do that, like in a delusional way, right? I have no idea. Maybe, maybe. I mean, maybe. there's there's something to to be said about narcissism. You know, it it is a real thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And ego is a huge thing in rapping. Oh my god! Yeah, man, for real. No doubt. Um, but yeah, I mean, but but kind of looking at this list again, I mean, like I said, honestly, there are to kind of to your point, sorry, to your point, um, there are a lot of folks up here who I really would wouldn't even consider at this point. You right. know, like for you know, like okay, I like Mac Ten, eh, you know, whatever. Um, you know, mystical sticky fingers, Mac Ten. Uh, cannabis, puff, Macy, uh, Macy, Macy, Jesus, long day. Um, Rass Cass, you know, um, Tretch, 
I'm curious when, what was the specific date or year that this came out? Because, well, let me think about that. So I I guess not. What I was going to say is cannabis wasn't really even relevant until like, to me at least, second round knockout. Mm-hmm. And yes. that must have been around 99, I would say. Right. Yes. Somewhere around there. And then I'm like, well, wait a second. I don't remember Sticky Fingers or Onyx having an album out around that time, but they did. And it wasn't that good. And then who else was it? Oh, and like Tretch. When, when did Tretch have something out? When, when, did Naughty by Nature have another album out around that time? You know what? Why would you even bring them I up? Don't know. I don't know why. Maybe I'm totally imagining this. I kind of feel like, again, I'm, I'm about to say something crazy, but I kind of feel like did Tretch do did Tretch do a solo album? Maybe, maybe I'm totally imagining He might have. I, I mean, I don't know it. I don't know anyone who had it. I don't know anyone to talk about it. Not to say that it sucks, but I'm just saying I don't I don't know. Yeah, okay, so Nine Year by Nature had two, four, two, four, six, seven studio albums. Oof. Seven studio albums. He did a bunch of guests. Okay, so okay, he did. He had a bunch of uh, you know guest appearances on other songs. So for example, he was on the nicest album. I remember that song. I did like that song. Um did some shit with Queen Latifah. Um, the youngsters, all right, pop. yeah. Uh, let's see, blah, 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 blah. but uh, what about like around let's say 99 when we think this list was probably made? 99, okay, 99. Let's see, he did some shit with uh, Crazy Bone, uh, he was on Chronic 2000. That's about it. Yeah, like, why would he make the list? Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, why would Keith Murray make the list also? Mm. I mean, maybe we're just putting too much thought into it. Maybe he was just like, uh, I don't know, you know, writing names down. Right. These are the ones that were that came to mind. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I mean, but but again, like I said, uh, to your point, you know, you know, sticky fing- sticky fingers by himself. Um, now maybe he did have so loud, but anyway, sticky fingers by himself. Like again, why? I mean, you know, right? I just, I just don't see the, the 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 purpose of you know him and you know uh, what would you say, uh, Tretch. You know, like I said, you know, Buster had a bunch of stuff out, but, yeah, but you know, yeah. not not anyone else. So I don't know. Um. Um, so yeah, man, but yeah, just thought it was an interesting list from the, for the, for the very reason of just how he graded. But again, if this list was, I remember this was, I, I closed that window, but anyway, uh, yeah, like you said, this was what, 10, this, no, this was, I thought this list was 2002. It, it might have I been. Thought, it might have been. Yeah, I thought the list came out. I thought this list came out in 2002, which, again, interesting that it was out uh, at that time. But, 
still some of these folks I don't think really had a lot of things going on in 2002 that was right. so significant right. that they needed to get a grade. But I'm surprised that oh never mind. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So interesting. But I'm, I'm glad but you gave me some some perspective on that because again we're talking tw- roughly about 20 years mm-hmm. if that um, right, go so I think we'll end it there then it's a wrap that's it that's it so you know as we said at the beginning we uh Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Uh, we got our socials. And actually, I'm going to update show notes. I'm going to put all the socials in the show notes where you can find us. Again, I got the information for where to find the podcast. But we'll put our socials in. And actually, I'll probably put some links in for some other stuff that we talked about. Um, the report card, I'll put a link for that. And, uh, I should, and I'll put the links in for the podcast that you are in in case Dope. folks want to check you out there too. So that'd be Dope. cool. Until we see you again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, take it easy, be cool, and uh, don't forget to hit us up on, on the gram, on the Twitters, on the internets, and let us know what you think or give us your opinion on anything we talked about or if you just want to Tell us how crazy we are. Please don't hesitate to tweet at us. And that's it. Word up.